There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with Dryads. pulled out of my Degrassi the next generation binge for this episode so better be good Kyle I mean it'll probably be better than Degrassi that's not possible well Drake isn't in the seasons you're watching look I've never watched Degrassi any of the new Degrassi so I have no idea if Drake being in it is good or bad you're just not living all right who do we have what do we have she's cute uh, this is like, this week we got, she's... Poison she, Ivy. Yeah, she's like a runway model fashion show monster, yep. Poison Ivy. She's gorgeous. Like, this year's theme is foliage on the runway. <laughs> uh, it's literally First look, just... foliage. <laughs> yeah, she's just literally a green lady wearing a shrubbery hanging off of one shoulder. Yeah. And her hair is leaves. It's all leaves. It's leaves, leaves all the, all way, the down, way down, baby. All the leaves are down. The leaves are down, and the sky is gray. All the leaves are down. Um, okay, yeah, I know she, she's a she's a she's a leaf lady. I know that we're still in D. I called her Eve because it just seems suiting. She looks like she's like Mother Nature. I couldn't think of a name that starts with D that would like. Destiny, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I, Destiny doesn't uh, invoke the images of trees to me. No. So, What's yeah, her name? Eve, Eve is probably a better guess, despite the fact knowing that we're still in the letter D. I'll give you that. It's Deev. <laughs> it's Deev, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a dryad. Dryad. Oh, I should have known that from brownies. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think a dryad is good at, Alex? Dryads are good at uh, a lot of things. I wrote 10, 10, 10s across the board for all of it. She's got to be good at everything. Okay. She invokes nature. I mean, nature is the thing that we are at the whim of constantly. So here's here's the thing about how stats work in Dungeons & Dragons. It's not t- 10s are the minimum. 10s are like the absolute <laughs> middle of the road. I know. I meant she's really good at everything. So she'd be 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's this. Strength? Yeah. Actually a 10. Really? Which means it's a plus zero. So nice. like just completely average. Constitution, completely average as well. It's an 11, but that's still a plus zero. Best stat is the... Is her charisma. She's got mm-hmm. a plus four in charisma. She got a plus two in wisdom and intelligence and a plus one in dexterity. So it's just pos- posi stats. Though. So yeah, no negatives. So you were right. Positives across the board. But 10 is not a good score in D&D. <laughs> I know that by now. I just didn't want to stray from the, the reference. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, do you want to learn about 
dryads? Yeah. Tell me about dryads. Dryads are like nature fairies. Yeah. So dryad is is not a D&D creation. No. They are rooted in Greek. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, they are rooted in Greek mythology. Wait, I didn't get it. Oh, because she's a tree lady and I said rooted. Oh. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. Um in Greek mythology, nymphs were minor deities or goddesses that were associated with nature and tied to various like locations or landforms and all that kind of stuff. And a dryad was a nymph of the trees. But like, I found a couple different reports of or conflicting reports of exactly what kind of tree spirits dryads were. A couple sources says that dryads were specifically the spirits of or nymphs tied to oak trees and other types of trees had different nymphs associated with them. But then in another couple sources, dryads seem to be the all encompassing term for tree nymph and different trees have different types of dryads. So like, I don't know which one of those is correct. I don't know if maybe it's like just changed over the course of time, mm-hmm. uh, but that seems there seems to be two sort of conflicting, but complementary and basically the same thing. So not all, nymphs are dryads no but all dryads are nymphs yes there we go and and sometimes a dryad is one specific type of tree nymph and sometimes a dryad is all types of tree nymphs and the different types of tree nymphs have different names that fall into the dryad category so like as an example according to one source the hamadryads were born of the oak and poplar trees and the melii were of the ash trees and the oreades I don't really know how to pronounce all of these words. Uh, the Oreades were the mountain pines and wild places. But then another source listed the dryad as the tree nymph. Uh, and then Melii were specifically ash nymph. And then the Oreades were mountain nymphs and not necessarily just tree nymphs. So I, I don't know which one of those is accurate. But whatever the case, uh, whatever names you use, it kind of all points to the idea that different trees had different types of spirits and I think that's pretty cool, but also makes a lot of sense because, I mean, an oak tree isn't the same as a pine tree. Why would they have the same spirit attached to them, I guess, right? Yeah, they're very different. All trees are different. All trees have souls. Exactly. And personalities. I learned that from Fern Gully. Yes. I've never sat through that movie all the way. Man, it's such a good movie. Oh, did you know that there is a biological term for nymph? I did not. What is it? In biology, a nymph is the immature form of some invertebrates, particularly insects, which undergoes gradual metamorphosis before reaching its adult stage. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Some examples include ortho- orthoptera, tera, ortho- orthoptera, which are crickets, grasshoppers, and locusts, cicadas, shield bugs, whiteflies, aphids. Jazzids, wow, they must like jazz. Mayflies, termites, cockroaches, mantises, stoneflies, and odonata. Dragonflies. And damselflies. Which I didn't know that a damselfly was a real thing. Wow, look at that. You thought it was just made up for stories and stuff? No, what the fuck is a damselfly? Oh, I don't I don't know what a damselfly <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. It's but a I've real heard bug. of a dam- damselfly before. It's kind of interesting because... I really struggled to say that word I, just now. I really do when i think of like nymphs i do think of fairies and i think like as a person who doesn't know what a bug is you'd be like oh look at this small fairy like creature kind of like in pan's labyrinth when they're like horrifyingly see now i've never seen pan's labyrinth 
I just I just know this is the guy with like eyes in his hands or very depressing very depressing but who knew nymphs in science real thing not just mythology yeah sticking with Greek mythology uh, there's a few different like origins for dryads, and this is all kind of ties into D and D. So that's why I'm still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few different origins for dryads. Uh, I'll say also nymphs are mostly mortal goddesses. So like there's the immortal gods like Zeus and that sort of shit, and then there's the other minor deities and goddesses that are mortal. But like immortality isn't completely out of the question for nymphs. Yeah, it I seems mean, like, but like mostly. Mostly they are mortal. Like, there is an end to their life, but they last a long time. Uh, in general, when a dryad is born, they would be born with a bond to a specific tree. So uh, even though that dryads are mortals, they have extended lifespans because their life is tied to the life of a tree. And trees live a very long time. That's why we need to stop mass logging because we're killing nymphs. I mean, yeah. So unfortunately, being tied to trees is kind of like a pretty big vulnerability for them. And the gods kind of acknowledged that that wasn't exactly fair because, you know, obviously, I mean, there's natural fires and drought and that sort of stuff, but people cut down trees a lot. So the gods were kind of like, hey, so there's nothing we can do about like the natural disasters, which first of all, yes, there is. You control all of them, but fine, whatever. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing we can do about the natural disasters, but like if a mortal causes the death of your tree then that mortal will be punished unless they can make peace with or appease the dryads in some way. So they have a little bit of protection from the gods. So that's nice of them, I guess. Uh, That's the general origin of dryads. They are born of the trees and of the forest themselves. But then there are a few other like types of dryads, I guess, Mm -hmm. Uh, like the Melii uh, who were born when Gaia was impregnated by the blood of the castrated Uranus. So Gaia oh. is the earth and Uranus is the sky. Um. His balls got chopped off and the blood fell on her. And then like... She got preggers. Dryads exist. Uh, those dryads were then wed to the silver race of men, which is apparently before women existed. Uh, I don't really know. This is a whole root of mythology that I didn't go down yet. Because, yeah, it's not a, God not a road damn. that I'm looking forward to. Um. But yeah, so they they were wed to the silver race of men, which is before women were exi- existed, and then they became the mothers to the bronze race of men, uh, which is when women then started to exist in the world. So the Melii gave birth to mankind as we now know it. So like, hey, dryads are kind of really important, I guess, maybe sometimes. So that's kind of like a brief look of dryads in Greek mythology. But obviously, like with that last statement, I just gave uh i didn't i didn't go through the whole thing because oh my god there's so much in mythology yeah which we learned with dragons and stuff too everything there's, everything that's got a tie to the roman and the greek and the egypt and the anything you're, they just you're had screwed. so many years to make up stories and i only have so much time to read about oh, them man we all were better at telling stories back when there was no tv <laughs> yeah tv ruined story time anyway in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, <laughs> dryads are fairly similar. Their biggest difference being their origins. Uh, dryads are guardians of the forest. They work alongside other sylvan creatures. Sylvan creatures are like 
those of like fey origins. Yes, I yeah. know that because I've seen Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Well, I'm not explaining just you. <laughs> we also have people that supposedly listen to the show. Oh, those people. Uh, those yeah. losers. So uh, fey origins, so sort of like unicorns and satyrs and, and that sort of stuff. So they work alongside sylvan creatures and even some druids to protect their forests. Uh, mostly dryads are shy uh, they keep to themselves. So if you enter an old forest grove, like you might feel the presence of dryads. You might hear like snippets of talking or laughter or maybe like catch glimpses of them as they like flip between the trees. But you probably won't really encounter one unless you do something to attract their attention. Like, you know, cutting down their tree, maybe. That would um, be upsetting they for don't, everyone involved. Yeah, they don't take kindly to that. But also, hey, maybe a dryad will be struck by your beauty and will come to lure you away to be charmed. Which I feel like is a euphemism for try to have sex with yep. you. <laughs> um, I think that's a good place to talk about where dryads come from. Dryads are made when a powerful fae binds a lesser fae to a tree. So they're not born as dryads. They are made into dryads. And this is mostly done as a punishment. Uh, and the example that they give in the monster manual, there's only one example, uh, is that sometimes you get punished because... Uh, if you fall in love with a mortal and that love is forbidden, you get punished. So that's not the only thing, but it's the only thing they point out, which makes me think that it is like a common occurrence. A common occurrence. <laughs> and the fact that they uh, also go to point out the fact that they like try to lure mortals away to be charmed makes me think that like they really have like a human fetish, which is like <laughs> teach their own with no king shaming or whatever. But I mean. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that the Greek gods are like, hey, sorry you're a tree to make up for it. We'll punish any mortals that hurt you. But then the fae are like, oh, you like mortals, huh? Well, let's see how much you like it when they make you into a tree. Like, or I guess not make you into a tree, make you into a house because you're a tree. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait till those humans you love chop you down. Yeah. See how horrible humans are. It's just, it's elves being overprotective mothers being like, see... See, see. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely different attitudes towards dryads and mythology in D and D. Yeah, very different. Um, dryads are bound to a tree, but they're not like confined to the tree. Uh, they're free to walk around. Uh, although I do get the feeling that the idea is supposed to be that they're bound to like a certain area around their tree, or like maybe they can travel wherever they want but like they don't have all of their powers because like they're spell casters so like maybe they have to go back to their tree area to get their spell slots back i don't know it's not like explicitly stated anywhere that that's the case uh it's kind of implied that they have to stick around to a to an area but it's not really a rule i think it's something that's more up to your dm's discretion in terms of how you play that but i think that's how i would play it i think it makes uh more sense for their power to be derived from their tree or from their grove and i think it works like thematically that way uh, but it doesn't seem like it has to work that way they can also speak with plants and animals i mean plants obviously they're poison ivy why wouldn't they uh animals uh yeah why not i mean they're <laughs> forest people it doesn't make as much sense as speaking to plants but sure i'll buy it why not they can also use trees to teleport around their forest so like they can enter one tree and exit from another somewhere else, which is a pretty useful thing to do. 
especially if you're trying to mess with someone that's trying to cut down your trees. It'll really get inside their heads. Uh, speaking of cutting down trees, just like in Greek mythology, the dryad's fate is tied to the fate of their tree. So if the tree is healthy, the dryad is also healthy. They remain young and beautiful and all of that. If the tree is harmed, the dryad will suffer. And if the tree is destroyed, the dryad will slowly go mad. Oh, I don't like that. No, me neither. Yeah, because I guess they lose their ties to like any realm. Yeah, pretty much everything is now gone from their life. Oh. Um, and that's pretty much everything you need to know about dryads. Sorry we ended on a bummer. <laughs> that's really sad. Wow, we should really work on that. Um, okay, so I just took a quiz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was on BuzzFeed. So my question for you is... You said you took a quiz. I figured it was on BuzzFeed. <laughs> it's the internet. Uh, to find out what kind of tree... This personality quiz will reveal what type of tree you are. And I got coconut tree, which I find kind of offensive because I don't like coconuts. You are a little hard-headed. <clears throat> I don't know what you mean. Just like a coconut. And you're filled with not real milk. I have okay, no idea. Okay, that's disgusting. I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's weird that they call it coconut milk because it's it's not. It's water. It's water. Um, Okay. What kind of tree are you, Kyle? I don't know. I haven't taken the quiz. Well, I mean, if you had to pick a tree to be, what kind of tree would you be? Probably a Christmas tree, right? Um, I mean, not specifically a Christmas tree, but probably a pine or a spruce or some other mm. tree in, in that family of trees. Uh, conifers? Probably a conifer. Coniferous? Yeah, conifer. No, you're right. You'd smell a lot better if you were a conifer. Uh, I don't. Just kidding. Kyle smells fine, but he'd smell better if he was a tree. <laughs> I mean, almost anybody would smell better if they were a tree. That's probably it. Trees don't sweat. But actually, I mean. They leak sap, but that's different. Kind of the same thing. Anyway, that's been this episode. <laughs> yeah, but nobody puts sweat on their pancakes. Ew, I don't want to talk about sweaty pancakes okay <laughs> let's, let's end this episode before okay this, well before we do before that this devolves friend or fiend uh friend or fiend um friend 100 percent. yeah friend. why do not even have to think about that friend absolutely it's they've got kind of a fucked up existence yeah i'll be friends with trees i love trees i hug trees all the time it's my favorite pastime do you think do you think a dryad would be upset if you built a cool tree fort in their tree? Um, I think they'd only be upset if you didn't like let them come in. I kind of feel like you don't have a choice of the matter if they wanted to come in. Yeah, that's true. They're not like vampires. But if you put up a sign that was like, no girls allowed, they'd be like, but I want to be a part of your tree fort. I'd be sad. Yeah, okay, no, that is fair. <laughs> Being exclusionary is never nice. But they're one of the few things from, like, Roman and Greek mythology that don't seem, like, absolutely horrible. <laughs> As we have learned. Yeah, they don't... They're not vengeful. They don't seem to be vengeful Angry. or hold grudges or anything like that. So Definitely friend. Definitely friends, I agree. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.
We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast. 